Warning, this content may contain material that some viewers may find disturbing. Viewer discretion advised. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar Boys. Today is Friday, June 11th. So this podcast will be out, what, Monday next week? Sometime around there. The latest. Um, so we have a special guest today, Grady Reardon. He, uh, he's one of the boys that we always hang out with. Um, he just got back off a ship. I did. I did indeed. Uh, he goes to MMA, which is uh, Main Maritime Academy, for anyone who doesn't know. Quick side note, make sure to send us feedback. We have a new mic, this IP. Yeah, let us know how it sounds, boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're just going to kick it off. Um, so our first segment is baseball, per usual. Well, I was going to say, that's very weird. We never talk about baseball. Yeah, right? All right. So, uh... So the first thing, which is probably going to change tonight, is Jacob DeGrom, as of right now, has a .62 ERA, but he's pitching tonight, correct? Right. Yeah, because he just hit. Right. He got a he got a single, and he got he drove in two rounds. Two runs, he's yeah. batting like five something. <laughs> I don't right get now. it. Like five hundred. Like Shohei Otani on steroids. Is but I mean, really that's hard. that's going to change tomorrow. That's going to come out that he's going to have an ERA of, like, sub-50 or some bullshit. Um, he's going off right now. He's, without a doubt, the best pitcher in the league. I get that you think Trevor Bauer is, but <clears throat> you can't deny that. I just wish Jacob DeGrom would do something to make it entertaining. I know he's pitching good baseball, but, like, do something entertaining. Like, like what? Trevor Bauer just be a pitcher strong. and hit a single and bat in two runs. I know that's but pretty entertaining. Trevor Bauer, you want to know what he just did? Hmm. He struck out Acuna with one eye. Yeah, he called it. Yeah, way back in the day, and did it tonight. Like last tonight? week. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's entertaining. So here's what you're in the past years. If you look at like some of the best pitchers, so like. Satchel Page, um, basically, that's might be a lot of shit. Um, if you look oh, at like Cy Young or Babe Ruth or anything like that, by the time in like June where we are now, nobody has ever had a sub sub one ERA yeah, in sure. June. And this is like the third straight season that DeGrom's had it. So he's, without a doubt, my number one pitcher in the league. Okay. So he's, not, he's in the top two for me. Trevor Rodgers first. Yeah, I just like the, his presence. That's, that's a big thing for me. Yeah, I don't presence. know. He's, I'm a big guy for bumping up the game and making everybody get hype and shit like that. But I feel like Trevor Bauer's a little bit too antic, you know, with the... Sheathing your sword when you strike out somebody. Dude, that is gross. If you're a pitcher in the MLB and you did that, you feel you feel like you're on top of the world. Okay, but at the same time, I don't really like it when pitchers hit a uh, batters hit a nuke and then toss their bat thirty feet in the air. I don't it's, like it's any all of it. it's all like hyping it up. Like in hockey, like you have. All these celebrations and stuff. You're amping the fans up. You're amping the, your team up. You know that's what you do. That's what these players do. That's entertaining. That's what it is. All these major league sports. It's entertainment for us. Yeah. Well, that's a new thing. Cause 
for, I don't even, Ken Griffey Jr. was the one that started it with the whole bat drop. You know, he'd hit a 500-foot nuke and then just drop the bat behind him, and that was just hype. That's how you, he hyped people up. Yeah. So that's just how they do it, I guess. I don't know. I'd much rather just see them hit the ball and just run rather than, you know, walk slowly <laughs> at a very slow pace down the first baseline. I think, I think, like, personally, there's a, di- there's a difference between, um, like, good sportsmanship and, hi- and still hyping up your team versus just being, like, a show-off. You know, no, it, it, it's really annoying to see people just trying to do the most, like, like insane trick they can uh, if they do something cool. Um, you know, like like you already said, like throwing a bat thirty feet in the air, or like Jose Bautista is one of them, or like just throw you know throwing it way out into the infield. Yeah. You know, it's it's really annoying because it it kind of um, like tarnishes what baseball used to be, like the gentleman's yeah. game. You know what I mean? Basically, I don't know. I just feel like I mean you see it all the time now, but baseball is mean, also a lot more low key than hockey and football. Right. But at the same time, like if you if you go back and you watch the game where Jose Bautista hit the the nuke and then tossed the bat thirty feet in the air, like three pitches before that happened, he almost got pegged. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of granted, because like you you just tried to peg me, or actually I think the guy threw behind him. So you throw behind me. Now I'm gonna hit a nuke off of you. Now I'm gonna make it basically hard for you to watch me round the bases. But, okay, so Corbin Burns set a new career high for 13 Ks. He's a great relief pitcher. Which is crazy that he set a re- I, won't, I want to look that up on fantasy. I think he is a relief pitcher, he but, is. I mean, the fact that you're coming in as a reliever and striking out 13 people just seems outrageous, almost. Like, you never watch a sport, well, a game, where, I mean... Maybe a Roldis Chapman has done that once or twice, but he usually comes in in, like, the ninth inning. So, I don't... I mean, he just... What's that? He's pushing 100 strikeouts for a relief pitcher. Yeah. Because he just set, what, a career high for, what, 13 strikeouts in one game? Yeah. Yeah. As a reliever, which is fucking nuts. Because you think about starting pitchers maybe get, like, 10. That's maybe. It depends on starting the pitchers. Yeah. yeah, it depends. It depends on the I kind mean, of night you're having. Uh, Shane Bieber almost every single time he starts a game gets double double digit strikeouts. Yeah, but also Shane Bieber's one of the best. Oh pitchers no, it says Corbin Burns a starting pitcher. But he's not. He's a relief. Yeah, he comes in as one, but he's listed as a starter. I don't know why. Um, so Jesse Winker, this just this week has been going off. Can you still see that or no? Um. He has two through home run games this week. He has a 350 average. I think this is over like this week's span. I think it is, yeah, because they usually do over the past seven days. Yeah, um, and then he's up to, he's basically in the top four or five in the league for home runs. He's not tied up there for first like Acuna and... Vladdy, yeah. Vladdy and Tatis and also, Shohei Otani. And actually, uh, Avesal or Garcia, yeah, Garcia, the guy for the Texas Rangers, he's up there now too. He's at like 18. And Winker's got a 1.077 OPS, which is, I don't even know how to calculate that, but it's good. 
That's all I know. Um, Kevin Gosman is another player. He Over his last nine games, he has pitched 58 innings. He's gone 7-0, which, I mean, that's fucking insane. He's got a .62 ERA over nine innings. I'm not sure what his full season ERA is. Yeah. And he's gone 75-11 for strikeouts and base on balls, which is... Like almost outrageous, right? How, like that's how, like, accurate as hell. Yeah, pinpoint pitching and MLB. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Um, so Jose Iglesias. Oh no, uh, Jose Iglesias. Yeah, he had a game the other day. Talk about sponsors. Which is why I put this in, where he was halfway in between first and second, and he gloved the ball. And glo- like backhand glove flipped it to. Is he on the Angels right now? Jose Iglesias? Yeah. Who's the first baseman for that? Oh, Ralph something, I think, is the first baseman. Yeah, and he's then a shortstop for. Uh, Iglesias is. Yeah. He's on the Angels. And then Tatis had one where it was like a one hopper that just skied. And he just kind of picked it out of midair, turned around, and just hummed it to first. <clears throat> those are, I mean, those are two of the best plays I've seen this week. Um, Marcus Semyon, you said he had a real unreal month. Do you know any of his stats at all? Also, it was Jared Walsh. That's the Jared, Jared, yeah. Jared Walsh, not Ralph. So, as a, you know, a big Blue Jays fan, this is a pretty cool, you know, yep. month for uh, Marcus Semyon. Um, Vladdy, too. He had, what, like three, three home run games? Yeah, he... So, Semyon just got AL Player of the Month, which is American League for people who don't know. Yeah. Tatis got him. He's 30 years old, and he's posting an MLB high of a 2.3 war in 28 games. 2.3? That's pretty high. But he's hitting, he's batting 368 right now. Yeah. Uh, You're mean? When he was on that, like, 10-game hit streak, his war was... Like, upwards of five. Yeah. Which is just... Do you know what war stands for? Yes. Okay. Um, that's just... That's nuts, dude. To have a war over... A war over, like, one. Yeah, it's crazy. He, he's got eight home runs just this month with 22 RBIs. Huh? Say what war is for everybody that doesn't know. Oh, okay. So, war stands for wins after replacement. So, like, Mike Trout has a war of, like, three, I think, is what it is. So I'm not exactly sure how to calculate it, but it's there's some algorithm. Actually, Meg Trout might be lower now since he's missed like two months. But he's been injured. I feel bad for the Angels because the Angels don't have a bad team, but they just can't get rid of the injury bug. Yeah, but I mean, that's such that's a huge thing. That's true in every sport. But I'm I'm actually really glad that we were able to get Marcus Semyon, especially when he joined us from the Oakland A's and free agency. We talked about this last. Um. Okay. So that's it for baseball. What do you have to touch on for hockey? Oh, where to start? The Bruins so, got. What did you play? PP slapped. I, I, I said they got PP slapped last night. You know they they were supposed to come out and show they couldn't. You know Rash couldn't do too much because obviously he's Injury. his back is all screwed up. Um, it's not his back. He has a, no. He's he has back spasms right now. It's his hip. Well, yeah, it's his I'm hip. Under, but he I don't also understand has back that. Because the Bruins coach came out to the press conference, like, right after the game, and they were all like, 
how's Rask doing? He was like, yeah, he's fine. He's he's good to play. And then Rask came out, and they were like, how are you doing? And he goes, I'm going to need surgery. Yeah. He's, so he's why like, is the coach completely hiding this? Because the coach doesn't have the ability to talk about a player's medical health. Oh, yeah, he's not supposed to. So just it. say yes, he's fine to play? Yes, because he can't touch on that. He's, he, what, he he, what he should have done is he should have said, I can't comment no, yeah, on that. Yeah, no right comment. Now. But, like, uh, Rask... On, on the injury list, he's listed for his hip, but he also um, has back he, he has he has back spasms and an an issue with, with I think it's the right with his it's a, uh, it's a torn um right right oh, what's that right what's that muscle next to your spine whatever that is I don't like know glutismus dorsi I don't know it starts, it starts with an it starts with an oblique no something like that I have no torn labrum he has a torn labrum um no, okay so yeah his back is his back is completely screwed so you know. So in that case, why not put in Swayman? Well, because because, because Swayman is he, he's not tested, and they're not going to put him in in a game six against New Islanders, who are a hot team right now in the playoffs. They're going to put in, they're going to go with their experienced goalie. They're going to go with the veteran goalie. Well, that's yeah. any the team. Issue is the issue is the back spasms. I feel yeah, like but their, their veteran goalie is you know he's doing not he's doing not so good, and the Islanders are a really young team, and they're they're hot right now. They're they they're you know obviously like I just said young guys and they're they're looking for you know any blood in the water and and unfortunately Rask Rask was that blood in the water they they yeah. knew it Bruins were plagued with it, uh, injuries too yeah they, they, they were they, missing like three guys Carlo was and crazy then also Smith. what was, was it crazy um, on, I think um, what was it. <sighs> they were they were looking for uh, face off penalties the Islanders every single time. They saw a face-off penalty, uh, like I guess. I don't, know, the Bruins. I don't know who you're talking about when you say the Islanders. All I can, all I know is the Saints. They're the New York Saints now, which is a bullshit thing. What are you talking? Yeah. And when did they switch over to that? What did they, yeah, when? It's a joke. No, oh. because they're calling it the, the New York Saints. That's what Bruce Cassidy called them, the coach of the Bruins. Because they're a saint for always trying to do the right thing. Okay, well, whatever. So, which is a bullshit thing because the the coach. Barry Trotz. New York Islanders coach. He's a beluga whale. Okay. Like, basically, he's just a fucking scumbag. Okay. And, like, the, the reason why the Bruins lost is also because they lost a lot of their core players, but also because they had, the refs were blowing them. Yeah. Like, they were literally they blowing were. the Islanders <clears throat> during the intermissions, I swear. Yeah, and, God, and God forbid, you know, the coach stands up for his players and he gets fined $25,000 for it. Which for any coach ever is fucking pocket change. But Yeah, that's true. But still, like, that's not how it should work. Because it's playoff hockey. Intensity's high. You know, things are going to be said. Get over it. No. Calling so, penalties and so now, so what I was, who do the, sorry, go ahead. Well, what I was, what I was talking about is, you know, Bergeron does their face-offs, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Every single time he would do a faceoff, if it if right before the faceoff, if he put his if he put his stick down, and then if he even lifted it, even if it was the faceoff hadn't dropped yet, if he lifted his stick at all, the the Islanders coach would call a fall. He would immediately call it, and the ref would would have him replaced. So every single time they they, they would lose their faceoffs because. They were looking for that, and that's so what they, they, Bergeron does every single face every off. single he does every face off, and he would, you know he'd win for the most part. But every time he wasn't in it, they'd lose the face off, and they were down so many face offs against the Islanders, and that that you know they were shooting 
They were out shooting, you know, in my opinion, um, they were out shooting the Islanders like crazy, but there was they still lost. And well, at the, at the same time, I get that you think the Islanders coach is a scumbag. That's kind of good coaching. It is. Because you know he was watching film of Bergeron yes. taking, taking the face-offs, and he's going, every single time that puck drops, he lifts his stick before, so every single time he does a puck drop, we're gonna call it. Yeah, but because the thing we is, know is that, he does it. The thing is, is that that's never been a thing in hockey. No coach has ever done that. Yeah, you just let them film. play. You let them play. What happens on the ice is the players. What happens during the stoppage? That's when the coach should be able to come in and say what's going on. Okay. That's how it's always it's also, been. It should always. It should be up to the refs to call it out. If the coach is just sitting there waiting for it to happen. You or know. at least allow it once. You know how in like football you have like one chance to throw a challenge flag. Yes. Well, like and if you Dean, fuck up, then ninety percent of the time you'll have the player come by, scoop it up, and give it back to the coach. That way. Do you want a formal eight years eight year official's opinion? Sure. It, that is a call on the official to make on the faceoff. So and I have. And you guys call it a lot. Usually, it depends on well, so it depends on the level of play. The time that you usually call a faceoff penalty or whatever, throw a center out, is if they like take too long. Or like they go to draw too early, like which is what Bergeron does. Yeah, basically. But, no, Crazy so, does it more. Bergeron kind of just waits a little bit, but Bergeron always moves the stick. Like in the NHL, one of the rules is I think it's the home team has to put their stick on the ice first, it is. and then the away team has to touch the ice before the ref drops the puck. So what Bergeron always does is he touches the ice, away team touches the ice, he lifts. As soon as the ref goes to drop the puck, just like every other center in the NHL, and then they both go for it. Okay. It's not even a penalty. So, yeah, he was watching film, and he realized this is what he does. I'm going to call him on it. It's not even a penalty, though. So he shouldn't have been kicked off at all. Okay, then that's just bullshit calls. Exactly. The Islanders coach the day. Okay. So, who do the Islanders face now? The Islanders are going to be going up against Tampa Bay Lightning, who are $18 million over the cap right now. Which Wait, don't, doesn't Tampa play Sunday? I think so. What? Against the Canes or whatever the fuck? No, no, the, no, no, no. no. The, oh, they did play the Islanders. Yeah, oh, the, Canes lost them, no, the Canes okay. lost them by four, which Dougie Hamilton, who's a it's defenseman. A, I, yeah, Islanders and Lightning. Uh, it's Islanders so and Lightning. Islanders are probably going to lose. Probably. You never they're, know. They're gonna get slapped. Well, the thing is, is that you're it's facing a you're chance. facing a team that's eighteen million dollars over cap. Okay, what's why does that really matter? It could be one player. It could be six that are gone. No, that are old. That are, that are making over that cap. Like right. at the beginning of the season, you have a salary cap. You know, so same with every do, sport. Sit those players. No. So every player that because they were on injury reserve. So now that they're back and healthy. The NHL is not allowing them to play, so they have these high-caliber players that are that are able to play now, even though all season they haven't, and that's why their salary cap's been down. So not to shit on like other players in the league. So like, let's say the Bruins have three lines deep of strong, hard players that can do solid forty-five second shifts the whole forty-five seconds. The Tampa Bay team has like straight up their whole fucking bench can do full on forty-five seconds, if not a minute. Because they're over that cap. So their whole bench can do it. Okay. But I'm still confused on... Salary cap shouldn't have anything to do with that. It does. Because... Different players are worth more money. 
Yeah. Right. Take but, Bergeron, for example. Say he's a $30 million salary player mm-hmm. and put him up against a, fret, like a rookie who comes in worth $3 million. Okay. What are you doing? You're going to play the rookie all, all, like, all day because you're going to save some money. Mm. But like at the same time, uh, the, the, royal, the royalties from everything from like selling t-shirts, so if they win, it's going to pay for it tenfold. So that's, that's why it doesn't really matter. It's cause it does matter because in the NHL... If you have these players that are on injury reserve, like Steven Stamkos has been during all year, and he's making $11.25 million a year, and he comes back in the playoffs, that's why you're over cap. The entire season, he hasn't been able to play, and so their cap's been down. Their cap should continue in the playoffs, and that's never been a rule, which it should be a rule. It should be an unwritten rule. That's okay, why Dougie but- Hamilton had spoken up and said, yeah, we may have lost. They you know, got the better of us, but they're also $18 million over cap. Let that sink in for a minute. Okay, so you're saying that Tampa Bay are basically douchebags because they're $18 million over cap yes. and they're still playing. Okay. I thought you were saying it was a bad thing that they were $18 million over cap. It is a, still a bad thing. Right. For other teams. Yeah. I thought you were saying it was bad for Tampa. No, it's good for Tampa. Right. Like Great. That's where my mind was. That's why I was so confused. Yeah. You're fine. So if you have a team that's like 18 mil over cap playing a team that's 50 mil under cap... Chances are that team over cap is going to shit pipe that under cap team. Yeah. So it happens in the NFL too. All yeah. the time. I think it was the Denver Broncos last year that were like fucking $5 million over cap. Granted, it's only $5 million. That's just a rookie. But it was one of the best rookies in the entire draft. Um, I mean, that happens all the time. But, all right. So. Oh, wait, hold on. We have more shit to talk about with playoffs. What else is there? Yeah, uh, I was I was gonna say, who are you calling game one Canadians Knights? Knights. Actually, no. Actually, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go Knights. Knights because they just came off. They just beat Colorado by game seven. Did they really? After they lost like fucking seven one to them. I can't believe I'm gonna do it. Okay. But to Montreal's defense, they did come back being down three zero. But the thing is, it's who they just play. This is it the Leafs. They did, yeah they played the Leafs yeah yeah and it's Toronto so but the thing is, yeah, they, is haven't won, they haven't won a cup this is how it's gonna go this is how it's gonna go it's gonna be a duel between Mark Andre Fleury the goalie for Vegas and Carey Price the goalie for Montreal which I never realized I just saw something the other day Mark Andre Fleury's from the Penguins yeah. yeah, I never fucking knew that. They uh, Vegas. I, I thought he might have been drafted like the year that Vegas Knights were. No, dude, created. he's been in the league for years and years, like fifteen seasons. They picked him up in an expansion draft. So the expansion oh, draft happened back in twenty seventeen when Vegas came into the league, and how now Seattle's gonna be coming in. Vegas has next some year. powerhouses drafted too. Also, remember when you told me that the Vegas Knights were just created like two years ago? Yeah, and you remember how I looked at you like you had like 18 heads? Yeah. What's the Kings? So the LA Kings? The Los Angeles yeah, Kings? Yeah, that's the one that I thought you were talking about. No, the like, LA they, Kings have been those around. Those guys have been in the league for like ever. The LA Kings have been around since like the 1970s. Yeah, so that's why I looked at you so weird. Is I was like, those guys have been around for like 30 years also, or more. The Knights haven't missed playoffs since they've been established. Yeah, yeah first year in. Nuts, dude. The first year in, there were a bunch of nobodies and they They, all they had a won. playoff one. They were in the finals. They Didn't they face uh, St. Louis? Right? Yeah, they were in the finals against. It was either Caps or St. Louis, I think. No. Uh, was it St. Louis? Who the hell it was St. Louis. Louis. The Caps faced. St. Louis, what? Blues. Oh, was that what years? That beat the fucking was it 17 they were established? Yeah. 17 they were established. 18. 
That was two years. Was the Blues right? winning 19? Was the Caps winning last year in 2020? Not was the Tampa year. Bay winning? Yeah, it was two years ago. I had a memory. Two, I had a memory pop up on Snapchat because I was I was in Boston around like the same time that I was going down. We watched. We were watching. That went to Game Seven, didn't it? Uh, it was Bruins Blues, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it went to Game oh, Seven. Shit. That's why I remember the, yeah. Stan- the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup game. I watched in the hotel lobby. That's dope. Yeah. Um, oh no. All right, so we're down to four teams, right, in the NHL playoffs. Yep. Four teams. Which, that's it. Honestly. So it's been split up in like different divisions now. Like you need, I, it's it's all messed up. I think Lightning's gonna like absolutely smack the Islanders, and then yeah, uh, so. Canadian. I think the Canadians though. I don't so know why. The I Knights just, were established in seventeen. They played the Caps in the finals in eighteen on their first season. Yes, I know they won. Capitals won in eighteen. Blues won in nineteen. Tampa won in twenty. Yeah, and now we're in twenty twenty one. We're just coming down to the Stanley finals. Sorry, continue. No, um, I just, I just feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a weird, it's gonna be a really weird series uh, between the Canadians and the Knights. I, I just, I just have that gut feeling. Forth. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's either gonna be wicked back and forth, or the Canadians uh, like are gonna come back. Game one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's gonna be like game one, game one, game two, game two, or like, like you know, back and forth. Just so it's gonna go to or game seven. It's gonna be like the Knights gonna go up like probably two games or three. They're probably gonna go up like three games. Canadians gonna come back. It's gonna go. It's gonna be like some insane series. So, series so seven. what you're, admit, you know what I mean? So what you're gonna say is that they're no matter what, it's gonna push a game seven. It's yeah, it's, it's game seven all the way. It's just one of those. They're I don't know. I think help them make money I got too. I got Islanders True. in six, and I have Vegas in five. I don't know, dude. I'd go Tampa in fucking four. I'd say. I'd say I'd say Knights in seven, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a close. It's, it's, a, gonna, it's be, gonna be a goaltending series. That's all yeah. it is. Because if Carey Price goes down, the only other goalie that they have is Jake Allen, and he's not a good backup. No. So they are going to put in the locker room guy, like whatever team that was, a couple Carolina, of three years yeah. ago. Yeah. No, so they. In, how's Montreal's defense this year? I haven't watched them much. They're not bad. I mean, it's the same core that they've always had. They must be pretty good. They're in the fucking semifinals. Well, a lot of it's priced a fucking brick wall. Prices. Prices a hell. Of price. A game, this dude. is always this is the first season. That Price actually is being able to play in the playoffs in a while because he actually came back from injury. He actually went down and played in a minor league game in the AHL and let in three goals. He went down and actually just have fun and just get yeah. back in the groove after you know getting injured. And now he's been on a groove. Like he's got himself in a groove, but so hasn't Flurry. But the thing is, is that Flurry it takes Flurry a little bit longer to be able to get into a game. You know, okay. last night when they faced Vegas. Oh, sorry, when they faced Colorado. Colorado came down in the first Thursday to the game and scored a goal. Yeah. And that's what fl- gets Flurry going. Like, he needs to be able to like, not do that a lot, but he gets he gets going as the game goes. As yeah. Carey Price starts off... Hot as hell. And hot as hell, and he kind of... Not declines, not declines, but just doesn't have a peak... Or a bottom. He the just reason, stays. The reason I think the Canadians are going to bring it to the Knights, they just came, they just came off a 4-0 beating the Jets, right? Oh, yeah. They beat the Winnipeg. They swept Winnipeg, which, honestly, I'm surprised that they were able to do that. Well, and also, I love how they put Cole Caulfield in the lineup, finally. Cole Caulfield played on the U.S. Uh, NTDP. What was that? The USA NTDP, okay. National Team Development Program. 
Um, and he had an unreal time. He was playing in the Olympics. He's he's just done great. He got drafted from it on Montreal. And Olympics or World Juniors? World Juniors, sorry. And he lit it up at the World Juniors. Same with Trevor Zegers, who's now in Anaheim. Same with... Um, Dude, that's a team that you never hear of. Who's the kid from Sweden? He's on Nashville now. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, right. Got narrowed down, bro. Predators are known for Euros. Yeah, I know. You um, see Saros, there's... Is he a forward? Defenseman? He plays D. Silky fucking mitts. Uh, Did he just get drafted? No, I think it was last... Two years ago? You can't just say Sweden, because, you know, there's Sweden, Russia. Yes, yes, I know. There was one in particular that was a standout. Well, there's... The blue line for Nashville, you got Ryan Ellis, you got so Matthias Ekholm, you got there's too many. Um, Roman Yossi, you have Oh god. That's like their top three, but I'm trying to think of their top six. Starts with a fucking R. Rasmus? Rasmus versus the lineman? He's on Buffalo, bro. Hold on. That was a long ass last name. Where's the lineman? Oh, that sounded louder in the first, longer in the first. Yeah, welcome to Swedish and Finnish names. You have Uka Pekalukanainen. Who? Uka Pekalukanainen. He's a goalie on Buffalo. He's, he's from Finland. The Finland. Sounds Rasmus, like Rasmus Dahlin. Rasmus Dahlin? Dahlin, Dahlin, whatever. It's Dahlin. And he is on Buffalo as well. He's fucking dirty. He is dirty, but he's not on Nashville. He got drafted by Buffalo. That was my bad. I thought he, I thought he was on Nashville. No. But he's fucking... Like, if you look up Rasmus Dahlin in the KHL, dude... Dahlin. I say Dahlin. We're from America, man. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's just going to be so much going on in NHL. I mean, I guess we'll we're going to we're gonna have to touch back on this next week. We'll especially wait, with the playoffs happening all this week. You know, first... Uh, what was it? First, the first game is... Is it... From what series? Should be tomorrow for Montreal. Sunday? No, it's not. Sunday, really? First Mon- game of the next Wait, series. Wait, for Montreal? Sunday. Montreal's Monday. And then Sunday is Islanders. Yeah. Islanders Lightning. For, game, game one. Game one. Montreal versus Vegas is Monday. So yeah, it is. It is Sunday. Um, Do they have any up. break um, in between semifinals and yeah, finals? Yeah, like, like a, the NFL. They have like does. a two-day like break. NFL. Nah, in between, in between like the semifinals and the Super Bowl, it's like two weeks in between those two games. So they have like two weeks to practice different plays, to do all this stuff, the last to get game, ready, to get in shape. The, the last game was last night. If if both series go to Game 7, which I, I don't think the Islanders-Lightning will. No, Tampa's going to... The, I think the Islanders looked better because they were going up a goalie that up against was, a goalie. Yeah, it's that a great goalie that was completely like broken. If Rask was healthy, I think it would have been, been a completely much different, different series. series. Yeah, entirely different. Truth be told, I think they should have put Swayman in because when he did hop in net for that game, he only let in one. And I feel yeah, like, but Rask yeah, is a lot more technical goals. goalie, isn't he? What's hey. it? What? Rask is super technical. He's a hybrid goalie. He's Whereas... No, actually, no. He's Swayman more of a butterfly. Really. He's very iffy, though. The thing is, though, Swayman's more aggressive, while right. Rask is more passive, but Rask so is Swayman's, more technical. Swayman's a lot more likely to make a mistake, but he's fine with it, basically. Essentially, yeah, because that's just his style of play, but you also got to think about it, too. When you're in a game six, and you're going up against 
you know, the Islanders and stuff, you're going to go with your veterans. That's what you are. But the thing is, though, is that you have your entire blue line out. You have Brendan Carla, who's a six foot four defenseman. Then you have Kevin Miller, who's just made glass, and he's Crazy out as well. Out. Well, mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, if both games go to go to games, if both series go to game seven, the 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 first game for the finals will be in July. So, you know, because that because five you know five days a game a day. Play, if they get five, if they get a five day break, that's July. Yeah. So. You know, play two, three games a week, every other day. And the thing is, with COVID and everything, they're pushing the games. Like there used to be like a two to two day break, and now they're playing every other day. They're gonna fin- they're gonna finish the series. Uh, they're probably well, it would probably be a little sooner, but in theory, they could finish NHL's um, postseason, and then three weeks later, be straight into the preseason for uh, NFL. Which it's I can't. I don't think it's ever been like this, has it? 32. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> next topic. I don't know what you guys think, but the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight. What are your thoughts on that? So, there's a clip going around on social media that I've seen yep. where, like, Paul, like, fucking passes out or whatever and gets got, knocked out. He got knocked And then Floyd Here's- holds him and... Stands his ass back up. The only reason that fight went on for so long was for the money. It was definitely money. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's ever had. I saw a video the other day. No, not uh, even fucking. Well, close. he made a hundred million dollars off that fight. Wayne Gretzky, out of all of his years of playing NHL hockey combined, only ever made eighty-one million dollars, and he is considered the best hockey player of all time. I'm not saying that's the most. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that's not the think biggest about paycheck. That. Yeah, no, think about how that should be. When you're an underrated boxer, Floyd Mayweather, who's not even that good of a boxer, and you're facing a you on, and you're facing a YouTuber, okay, and you can't knock him out, and Did you're you making just... a on, shut up, let me finish. He's and fifty-two and zero. Jesus Christ, can I finish, please? You just called him underrated. No, Sorry, overrated. Overrated. Over. Okay, not okay. the best. Boxer. I'm calling him overrated because he couldn't even knock out a YouTuber. He did three he did, times, yeah. and he held him up every time. But the thing is, is that. You're an overrated boxer by not letting the fight finish. You're in it for the money, bro. That's not how it should be. Well, he came out of retirement from this, oh too. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys. well, so here's why. Because, you know, this is how it always goes when, you know, YouTubers decide to box. is is a huge buildup for PR to get hyped for the fight. And then they get to the fight, and it's some sleeper match like that was. You know, if Mayweather wanted to, he could have ended it round one. But he didn't. He 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 just kept putting, you know. He he put his gloves up. You know. There's that one. There's that one clip of just you know. Supposedly, it's it's Paul. You know. You know. Oh, he hit him left, right, left, right, left. You know, he's going off. Of him. No, he's not. It's because Mayweather is putting his gloves up, and if you saw, uh, what was it Paul had, was going on the outside, you know, left, right. He left he his, his entire center. Like yeah, he just had his. Uh, Mayweather had his gloves up like you know. Uh, up in guard, and you know Paul was just swinging wildly from left to right, not with no technique whatsoever. All Mayweather had to do was block one uppercut. He's done. He's Mayweather knew very well what he was doing. I don't exactly. care what. I don't care if you're calling him underrated, overrated. I don't care. Floyd Mayweather is the best defensive boxer in the world, and here are some stats that are going to show it. Just from this fight. 
Floyd Mayweather landed 7 of 73 jabs. He landed 21 of 144 crosses. That's 28 of 217 total shots that were landed. 28 out of 217. There's no way you're knocking out a guy that's throwing... If, if, if a pitcher throws 217 pitches and hits the strike zone 28 times, you're pulling him in the fucking first inning. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he wasn't in it for the fight. He's in it for the money. Even in all of these interviews that he did, he even said, he goes, that fight was to make money. Yeah, $100 million. Right? Yes, I understand that, but that's not how it should be. You're in a professional sport. Yeah, I think all the you know the YouTube, yeah, you know, really, YouTubers fighting a YouTuber. YouTubers fighting YouTubers. Okay, cool. That's entertainment. Let them do that for money. Cool. But if it's you know a you know a professional boxer that did it for however many years, a YouTuber, YouTuber who's he should have won. He yeah. Well, Owen one. No. Owen two. Yeah, was, I'd call him Owen two. No, he, he was landed, Owen one. Before. He landed twenty eight shots. The entire eight no, round. Logan fight. was Owen one before this fight. Well, yeah, I thought I consider him Owen two right now. Yeah, I don't know because lost, Floyd Mayweather kicked his ass. Yeah, so what I'm saying is he should have, you know, been. I don't want to say honorable because that sounds kind of stupid, but like, you know, he it's stupid. He's 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 doing this when he shouldn't be. You know. Everybody knows that they shouldn't be fighting like that. It should be he should have put him on his ass first round, done. Yeah, you know, so that's he, all I'm trying to say. He still, exactly even if he did that, he still would have made seventy five million dollars if he had ended the fight in the first round. But you know, everybody's in it for the money. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay for a bigger contract than if he stayed in New England. He got fu- he got five million more dollars for every round he made the last fight, or he made the the fight last. After that, he was already guaranteed the hundred million. He wasn't gonna make any more. The cap was a hundred million. He should have just ended it, like with an knockout, like everybody wanted. That's why I'm trying to compare it to the Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky is considered the best hockey player of all time, who never cared about money. He always cared about playing and doing what he actually loved to right. do. That's so why that's he like only made guy. eighty-one million dollars. But the thing is, is that that's over a course of twenty plus years. Yeah. So that's the one guy. What did? Dustin Pedroia's last fucking season was like $3 million contract. Yeah. But he stayed with the Boston Red That's what you do. That's like, well... You get these pompous assholes. If you look at it statistically, that's not what you do. Because if you look at every single fucking sport ever, people go to other teams for bigger contracts. But the thing is is that when you're you're passionate about something, and when you actually know deep down inside it's the right thing to fucking do, you stay with it. When yeah, you're it's passionate, not, it's not about passion, though. For most people, it's well. About that's money. that's just today's society. That's how right. people think. That's not how it should be. Right. Yeah. Like so, what he's trying Kobe. to say. Kobe's a perfect example. So, like, what he's saying is, if you play a sport, and let's so like you played baseball for how many years? Seventeen years. You played baseball seventeen years. You get offered a contract for seventeen mil with one team that you're gonna fucking hate, versus. Five mil with a team that you're gonna fucking love. What are you taking? Honestly, yeah, seventeen mil. Even though you're gonna be piss miserable and want to kill yourself. Oh, can you repeat that? Because honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest here. I was not listening to a word you were saying. So he's played baseball seventeen years. Let's mm-hmm. say he walks up, gets offered two different contracts. Yeah, he gets offered seventeen mil on a team he's gonna be piss poor miserable mm-hmm. versus five mil for a team that he's going to fucking love and be like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. I'm having the time of my life. I would take the five mil. 
Yeah. You're already making money. You're already in. You're already in the MLB. You're already playing professional baseball. Personal example. My my last job that I had in Waterville. Piss miserable. I was making 16 an hour. Took a $2 an hour pay cut to go to the dealership. Fucking awesome. That's yeah, the thing. Place. You do what makes you happy. But we're talking the, millions here. Yes, yeah, but the thing $2. is is that you're already a millionaire. Okay. The thing is, though, is do you really need that extra $12 million when you're not going to be happy? Look at Johnny Depp. Look at... Actually, no, that's a shit example. That, yeah, let's not talk about Johnny Depp right now. <laughs> that's not a good example. But, so, you're, you'd rather be piss poor miserable, like borderline suicidal for, say, five years at 17 mil versus five years at five mil when you're stoked as fuck. Yeah. I'd rather be happy. Honestly. Because I don't give a fuck where I play. Yep. You look at any player ever. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, for example. I'm sorry, who? Jacoby Ellsbury. Jacoby? I know, I'm just fucking messing with the name. Jacoby Ellsbury hated the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. Did not want to go there. Got a bigger contract than he was going to get from the Red Sox. Fuck it, I'm going to the Yankees. Went there and played for like six years. So oh. I don't think it matters... If you hate the team or you love the team, you're going to play where the money is. I think it really just comes down to Ken Griffey, character. Ken Griffey Jr. said, if I get, if the only team to give me a contract is the New York Yankees, I'll fucking retire right now. I think, well, I think it comes down to the, the individual. You know, what is, what is a person's priorities? Is a person's priorities to be happy or is their priority to make money? If their priority is to make money... They're going to go do that. Which most people is. Yeah, most people, uh, un- well, unfortunately, people are going to pr- prioritize money. But, right. you know, there's, I think that there's a there's a point in which it shouldn't matter anymore. Like, the money shouldn't matter. It should matter, like, where you're happy. Like, right now, if I wanted to, which will is a perfect segue into our next thing, I can, uh, once I finish what I'm doing at uh, Main Maritime, I could totally go out and go ship out for do six six months contracts, make two hundred k a year. Yeah. However, I don't want to do that because I'll be gone for six months out of the you know. Right. It'll be out of time. Half a year, won't see anyone, no friends, family. Nothing. I'll be in the middle of the ocean for six months in the hull of a boat. Yeah, but I'll you know, I'll make two hundred k. I mean, I don't want to do that. I'd rather make you know ninety k doing twenty one day or one month contracts and you know, you know. I work spaced the just being out, happy. spaced out. I'm just being happy. Way like, happier, yeah. like, look at Taylor Hall. He left Buffalo and signed up with the Bruins. Uh, hold on, hold on. on. I know it's a touchy subject because he wasn't fitting well there in Buffalo. He was an asshole in the locker room. Yes, I know. But the thing is, was he was losing. He was miserable. And he went and signed with Boston, who's a good team, and he's way better in the locker room. Now he's saying that he will take a pay decrease to stay there. That's the thing. He's he's one of the, he's probably in the top twenty players in the league. You said he was a dink because he was losing. Yes. So he's a pussy. That's what most major league uh, major league sports players are are pussies. Yeah. yeah. They're in it for the money. They're not in it for the actual sport anymore. Right. And that's the thing that sucks. Well, I mean, if you say he's willing to take the pay decrease mm-hmm. in exchange for the happiness, that kind of proves our point. Yeah. Like to well, a certain extent. Now, now what I would say is. Check back in in like three months. See if he's actually willing to take a pay decrease. Because now they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think he'd be willing to take a pay decrease now that they lost. That's the thing, though. He has an entire team that he's willing to go ahead and do it with. But, I mean, that's that's also the thing. That's what people's jobs are like. And, I mean, speaking of jobs right now, you have people that are making millions of dollars. 
And then now you have people that won't even get up and get a job. Right. Yeah. Because they're making more unemployment than they for any job. Which is but McDonald's, Burger King, Subway. Subway is hiring sixteen dollars an hour right now. You see what Bo Moose is going to be doing? Huh? Bo Moose is going to be raising it to fifteen. So here's the thing. They're hiring all these people. Here's what's going on right now, which is, you know, this is our next topic is jobs. Um, The issue is nobody wants to work because the government right now is shelling out $600 a week. They shrunk it to 300. No, mm -mm. it's, it's 300. And then if you have one, if you have one dependent, they add another, they basically double it. So That's if you have if one you have dependent, kid, if you have one so dependent, if you're a fucking single mother with seven kids, you can make six hundred bucks a week. Making thirteen hundred dollars a week. That math doesn't add up, does it? No, it doesn't. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I, 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 I it's okay, though. Okay. Uh, I was dude, I was working fifty. I was working fifty hours a week at the mill, right? <laughs> Okay, you sit there and count. It's like, Use your fingers. It's like 2400 It's somewhere around there. <laughs> a week. Yeah. I was working in the mill, busting my ass, 50 hours a week, right? And I was, I was only, I was pulling probably 450 bucks every week. Yeah. Okay. And that's after taxes, of course. I'm a, you know, single male, no dependents. Yeah. Main. But, like, my, my point is, is it shouldn't be that much money to do nothing. Literally, like, it is it is stupid. The in every industry has been completely just destroyed right now. Uh, like they close. It's it's kind of like the Great Depression right now. It, yeah, we're going we're, we're going back into a depression right now. It's like nineteen forty two over here. Well, we've been in a recession since Rona hit, and it's been like a steady decline. Yeah, and, and it got even worse. Plus, our debt's just fucking skyrocketing. Because our debt's been skyrocketing since. No, we're talking even more. I because know. Because of everything. Well, the thing is, is that our government keeps on handing out money to other countries when we need it the most. Yeah, you know, I know. Biden what? signed like six mil over to. Why is Gaza? That's why the whole Gaza thing happened, mm-hmm. dude. Why is six? Why is thirty million and over one hundred and forty mil? Why is thirty million dollars going to Pakistan, uh, for gender studies? Like what the hell? They don't care about any of that. Not a fucking clue. You know what that's gonna go for, right? It's just nukes. Missiles. Yeah, missiles. Nukes, missiles, firearms, everything. Iraq was the same thing the other day. Israel. You remember? Fucking. You remember that whole story about the three fucktards that went over the fucking Iraq, and the Iraqis were like, "Okay, okay." First off, they went to Iraq on vacation. I didn't know you could do that. First yeah, off, did. didn't know that. Gabriel so they went to there. Iraq, and the Iraqis were like, "You can stay here. Just whatever you do." Like, don't go over those mountains, because then you're in Iran. What'd they do? They went over the mountains into Iran. They got captured. Obama had to send him, like, what, $40 billion? And that shit was just spent on fucking bullshit. Also, I hate to say this right now, but I know we were just talking about baseball earlier. Jacob DeGrom just left tonight with an injury. What kind? Uh, Right flexor tendonitis. Uh, He'll be back in 24 days. Um... (laughs) He had six yeah. Yeah, pitched, one hit, and 10 Ks so far in the left. Jesus. He, I mean, it happens every single year. Gaza's the same thing. 
Yeah. Send them $124 million. Oh, they yeah, go we're and helping buy $124 million worth of nukes. And they well, you also got to think about it, too, though. I did, a, I did a report back my senior year when I was at Thomas, and I was in an international relations class. The reason why we send all this money over is in a way that we kind of own them. In, in, in quotation, we own them. But the thing is, is that all these countries are sovereign countries. They're able to do whatever they want in their own country, as long as they're in their own boundaries. Yeah, That's I mean, why... Just shooting missiles at other countries. Hold on. That's why when they get this money, they can do whatever technically they want with it. And that's why uh, Pakistan and Iran, Afghanistan, all those countries had gone ahead and made nuclear weapons. But the thing is, is that... Afghanistan did not. Well, the DOJ, under the Trump administration, also forced Korea to stop producing nukes. He was the first president in history to go over and have a peace summit with Philip the fuckass over there in Korea and made peace with Korea. And then he also, under his authority, was the reason ISIS is no more. Mm. Or they killed the leader. Yeah, they're coming back. They are coming back. They've come back in the last six months. But my point is, under his administration, they did kill the ISIS leader. Is that the fucktards? No, they captured no, they not. captured three German students in Africa, and pretty sure they're dead. But whatever. You know, nice. Okay, let's get off politics. Yeah, let's go back so, to jobs, bro. Back to jobs. Um, oh no, the work industry, blue collar, white collar, fucking food industry, whatever it is. Uh, what it? I can't remember who. Oh, Will McPherson. Shout out, Will. Uh, he was at my sister's reception. And he said, corner stores not open Sundays anymore because they can't find enough drivers to deliver Same food Same with Sundays. Dixon's Family Mart over in Benton. They had to shut down their kitchen because they can't find any more cooks. Exactly. Dude. And that is like, a what hot spot. Like, Joseph's Fireside Steakhouse had to shut down. I, I don't think that was employers. That was during... That was during COVID. Yeah, that was they just... They had no so income. Surprised about yeah. that when you're one. charging it's $50 a steak and you have no income coming in, yeah, I know. you're going to shut down. Dude... Well, when you raise the minimum wage to fucking fifteen dollars, lumber is suffering so bad right now. They can't find drivers at all because, um, like, and the ones they do have, they have to pay to to a lot of money to keep them there. The the thing is, is the people that they do have drivers right now at say, say Pleasant Ridge or Ham Lumber or what's the other one? Like Hancock. Hancock, yeah, Hancock Lumber. They're all like fifty years old plus. They've been doing it their entire life. And they want to keep on doing it. And you have these 18, 19 year olds who are trying to get their CDL. But they, they also... Who don't want to work. Yeah, I don't even know the amount of kids that I've seen. And I say kids, but they're probably right around our age. That will show up to the job site and go to like dump like a, a flatbed with yeah. lumber on it. And they'll be like, yeah, I have no fucking idea how to do this. Why the fuck are you driving the truck then, you dumbass? Well, I mean, that's at fault of both the person that got the job and the person that hired them. Dude, it's... Because so, they either lied to the The thing the is job, that they're so desperate for people, they will take anyone, they will no take matter how they... will take anybody, no matter what. That's the thing. So, I, my, job, my job's a pure example. The guy goes up to my boss and says, Yeah, I know how to read a tape. I've done fucking drywall with my uncle like four times. Gets up on a roof. My boss goes, Cut me a 26-inch shingle. 18 inches, like four times in a row. Four times on a shingle shear. There's a fucking built-in tape measure on the bitch, and you fuck it up. How? That's that's my question. You just just can't read at that point. point. Yeah, Yeah. no, you can't read. So then my boss goes, I thought you said you could read a tape. And he goes, no. 
I can't, I can't read a tape. And he goes, I. And then that's when I got hired. And the guy before him had fused ankles, so it's like walking up a fucking roof with ski boots on. Imagine jeez. that. Oh jeez. Well, Fuck I mean, Pl- uh, Pleasant River, which is up my my neck of the woods. Huge. They're, they're struggling oh, with their new drivers right now. They they're they're turnover is, for is drivers. Pleasant, sorry to interrupt you, but is Pleasant River one of those companies that like ships other shit other places? Yeah, yes, they do. They do. so like well, a lot of. They ha- they make their own lumber and then they'll also move lumber the, for the other lumber uses them a lot. Yeah. Cuz like Ware and Butler, most of their shit at Ware and Butler comes from Robin's lumber. Yeah. Whereas most of the stuff from so Hammond the, uses So, like, so the thing is actually actually right now, I've been working up in Jackman area. Yeah. And coming from Canada is a lot of um Windmills, like turbines. Yeah, yeah. that's good. that's gonna be a huge job coming up soon because they're okay. opening up so many solar fields and windmills. Here's here's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. Okay, that big ass. Here comes here's my uh, here comes my little engineering experience. You know, even though I'm a marine engineer, uh, or in training, I should say, I deal with a lot of power. Okay, because even though you know it has the label marine engineering, I you know I'm I'm training in you know diesel. I'm training in fluid fluid engineering. I'm training in um, you know uh, other le- electrical engineering, steam, you name it. I'm, You'll be well I'm training it. I'm I'm gonna be a nice, well-rounded engineer. Um, and wind turbines, it that's gonna fail. In you know they're gonna put all these up ten years from now. They're gonna be taking them down because they're too expensive to maintain. They're trying to put some in the ocean too, aren't they? Well, yeah, those ones are those ones are different, but the land the land-based ones. Yeah. Uh, are they they cost so much they can't recycle any any of the stuff that they make for them yeah. they catch on fire randomly have you ever seen uh, we've <laughs> had five we've had five of the ones near where I live here's, catch on fire here's what I'm gonna say and f- actually finish your thought finish what you were gonna say uh, I probably the whole up your train of thought a little bit but the the solar panels and windmills are good you know they're gonna install them they'll be good for five years. 15, you know, 10, 15 years from now, they're all going to be dismantling them and, re- and you know, using the, that land for farm because it's just, it's, it's stupid. It's, you get a replacement. it's not sustainable. Yeah. Uh, the, it the fluctuates other, so much. The other thing is it costs so much for those materials. So, uh, uh, I don't think you guys would know this, but a windmill blade is made out of balsa wood and, and, and fiberglass. Yeah. Um, Wood is so expensive again because of this whole like economic crisis going on. They can't find anybody to work, so in turn they're gonna pay more to do certain things, thus driving the price of lumber up through the roof. I'm trying to fix my porch. A tree fell on my porch, <laughs> and buddy's gonna take out fifty k. Yeah, I gotta take out a house loan just to fix my porch. Okay, it's stupid. I hate this so much. So. They're bringing in solar. They're bringing in wind power. When? Well, he's gonna borrow your credit cards. Ugh. So yeah. All so coming up. from a civil okay, coming from a civil engineering training or yeah. and an architectural engineering training. He's not even in school yet. I'm, not, yeah. I'm I'm practicing right now. I'm doing. I'm oh, sure that's actually yeah, yeah. true. My bad. So we're actually the ones that go in and. Survey the field and everything, and make sure it's good for it to come in. We we do everything for it. We do the yeah. designs and everything. The amount of corridors that are going to be coming up in the next couple months are a lot. Chinbro is doing one on the power lines over in Fairfield. 
Like right where the Fairfield Oakland line is? What does Chimbro have to do with it? Are they putting in like the stanchions for the yes. power lines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and machine, they they're actually... The, uh, so I don't know if you guys bolts. know, if you guys are going on 201 all the way up to Jackman, like when you're mm-hmm. passing like Caratonk, yeah, if you look you over the on the cross, right? yeah, on the other side of the yeah. Wyman, all the way up there where the power uh, where the power lines are. It's a huge corridor. That's going to be a, a whole new one. There's so it's many coming, coming up. Canada, right? So mm-hmm. the Canadian. Same with same with lumber right now. We're getting so much lumber from Canada. It's coming in because their standards are way. Uh. You know, you know. I, I don't mind our neighbors to the north, but they have their their regulations are a lot less than ours for just about everything you know lumber uh, fishing um shell fishing all that stuff it's it's lower so therefore it's cheaper so that's why everybody's buying it from canada and also uh there's that uh, international trade deal so it, it's good for our you know our state economy but it was put in place with the intention of boosting our already good economy but then the economy crashed i'm not trying to say when a certain someone got in office but it, it crashed when he did uh and it's just it's it's going to hell there's it's going, there's it's so many worse. people out, gas, like, out of jobs in my town and it's it's not that there isn't jobs available it's just they don't want to work uh civil state emergencies being lifted for what man for what there's like six <laughs> I, I saw mean, something today that the civil state of emergency is being lifted. So or, one out of six. That's great. So it's going to do absolutely nothing yet. It's a start. Yeah. It, it's a start, but like, there's only one company and I mm-hmm. have worked, I worked for them. It was uh, Puritan. They make, they make the medical swabs uh, for like 80% of the world or whatever. They get, <laughs> when I say like millions, millions of swabs a night, that's how much, that, that's how much they make. Um, and millions a night, millions of dollars a week is how much the owners, you know, looking at. It's insane. He makes so much money, uh, because of everything going on right now. They're the only ones doing doing anything good. It's uh, Puritan and then Hardwood Products is their like, they make all the wood, um, wood products like uh, tongue depressors, the little sticks for Q-tips and whatever. Um, it's. They're making so much money, but here's the thing. They now have to pay for logs, like, a lot more than they were used to. Uh, they only use one kind of log. It's it's white birch, which is... Yeah, not surprising. And, but, and they only use a certain part. They don't use the core, and then they don't use the outer, the outer part. They only use that, like, meaty bit that, that makes up most of the log. But the rest, they just throw away. And they're paying so much for, for, those, for those logs right now. But they can't find them because nobody is working for the lum- for the lumber companies right now. One of my friends at school, his stepdad is one of the is one of the Pelletier brothers, you know, yeah. from um, American Loggers. Mm-hmm. He says they only have three guys working working when they used to have thirty, which I'm not surprised. It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, I mean, if you think about it, you know, all these millionaires right now in the world. How many of them are actually helping out the world or the economy? None. Bill Gates, when the entire like Corona thing first came into play, he donated twenty six million dollars to help fund. Which again is good, but again that's What's that, not like that's, point zero 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 one of his fucking bank account. The thing is though, that's not money coming from his pocket. It's money just coming from a stake from his company. That's the difference. Sure. 
That's true, actually. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand is that the reason they have so much money is that... So, like, say, say for example, you have a Dell computer, right? Yeah. That thing is nothing without that label on it, that brand. That could be just a normal computer, but if you slap on that brand sticker, it's worth the amount of money it is. It's true. That was so, like, let's look at Apple, too. Jack exactly. Daniels. So, like, that's a Dell laptop. Say it's an i7 with a dedicated okay. graphics. We don't know that much. Yeah, it, fucking spank English, bud. Okay. Like, I was top trying to explain to him this morning. Okay. <laughs> it's a top-tier Dell laptop versus a quote-unquote top-tier Apple laptop. You're going to pay fucking 10 grand for the Apple laptop because it's Apple versus 2 grand for the Dell. Yeah, so it's all just a stake in a company. It's, it's literally just a brand. You go buy Callaway Super Sauce, 40 bucks a pack for 12 balls. Yeah. You go buy... Maxwise. Yeah. Fucking like 12 bucks a pack. You go buy Jack Daniels, 30 bucks a bottle. You go buy like... Canadian Club. Yeah, or like, what's that, the Simple simple Market or maker, Maker's Mark, 12 bucks a bottle. Yeah. It's true with everything. If it's a high enough name brand, it's like you're going to pay pie. three... Th- mm, yeah. Portland Pie's Dude, way you're more making expensive. them hungry. Stop. <laughs> Portland Pie's way more expensive. But that's, just, yeah. but that's just the thing is that, the name brand. is that these these people who have money, yes, they have money, but it's because of their business. It's because of the brand that they made. Like Nike, without that logo, it's a regular old shoe. Yeah. Okay, don't even get me started with like Nike and the NBA. I'm we don't talk about basketball on this podcast. Okay, thank you. Well, I, I, I shit on the NBA. I hate the NBA so much. I think no. we can be good friends, Gary. Yeah, just because of <laughs> everything that's like gone on politically for the past fucking six months. LeBron, Pussy James. I mean, what? Dude, Pussy Dude, I cannot believe. Uh, what was it? Was it? Uh, Dwayne Wade. Kevin. Guys, we don't all talk about basketball in this podcast. I'm, dude, I'm talking about how, like, Kevin I will Durant stab you in the dick let, with, the, with the nail. Dude, let, let I will heat let metal me, truth picking. Let me tell head. you what is going on with these guys. They support slavery. Did you know that? There's no way. They support that's, slavery. That's pretty ironic of that what? a black person is supporting slavery. I am 100... This is 100% confirmed. Dwayne Wade For supports no. slavery. Grady, I might what? have to edit Their brand deals. Or- so, so, so a little, a little while ago. The fuck, do they have a brand deal? Now? Wait, wait, wait. But they're getting wait, looked into it. Wait. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this theory. Hold on, it's hold not on. A theory. Hold it's on, a guys, guys, hold guys. On. I wonder if Julian Wade's getting whipped into that. He's not though. No one got that joke. Okay, cool. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I got it now. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> took me a fucking minute. Holy shit. So. Back, I think I think it was two months, two or three months ago. The N- the NBA put out a, a thing um, that said you know they were all for human rights and whatever and yada yada yada. That didn't go over with the Chinese who have enslaved a entire Muslim minority group in the northern part of China. Okay, the Uyghur people. They you know they're an ethnic minority there. They have enslaved them and they are literally. I, I'm shit. I'm not even shitting you. They're all picking cotton in the northern China, right now. And there's two companies that are huge parts, that are huge parts of the uh, the uh, NBA, like with sponsorships and shit. Uh, I think one's called like uh, it's like like uh, I don't remember what it is. It's it's like off-brand Nike, off-brand Jordan kind of things, but they're huge companies. Like the in Shaq shoes. Well, okay, don't. don't <laughs> 
don't even diss on Shaq. You know, those are affordable yeah. shoes for kids. 102 well, million pairs sold. Whatever, man. Whatever. Anyway, long story short, when when the NBA said the this, they got is, mad. He's not in it for the money. He's in it to make yeah, people. Yeah, affordable shoes for kids. But whatever. Uh, these companies, once they heard this, they got pissed because they're like, you know what? Screw you. We use slave cotton. Hell yeah, we use slave cotton. They doubled down, and they use now they're using slave cotton even more. They're like, okay, we don't care what you say. We can do whatever we want. Yada yada yada. And the NBA and these and these guys bowed down to it. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we won't you know renounce our sponsorship with you guys because we want money. So they're literally they they know it's happening, and uh, they don't care. You know, they're they're literally getting money to be sponsored by you know slave holding companies, which is insane. I know, like, uh, Jesus, four or five years ago now, uh, Nike had sweatshops in Africa for a while. Well, they, they, they still, still do. do. They still do, and they still have it. In, you know, have, have you seen the uh, Apple? You know, the Apple company anti-suicide nets in China. It's, it's no, yeah, it's a thing. What? So the, there's buildings where like iPhones are assembled. Uh, you know, everything Apple is assembled, and there's nets to prevent people from killing themselves. Because that's how bad they're working people in China. Like, I'm not even kidding. What the, the hell heck is, is that? that? It's a tentacle. Okay, whatever. Oh, okay. but... So, as you can see, the world is a fucked up place. Mm-hmm. Especially America. Yeah. And... We are, I hope to say, in the next year or so, going to be growing out of this. But it's gonna, we are about 10 years in, in... We're three months into it, buddy. <laughs> we got about eight more years to go. Possibly. I don't know, dude. Over the, over the course of quarantine... Uh, no, it's not worth doing there. Never mind. Continue. Fuck them. No, Dean, we don't discuss politics either. That's why even I said... We, even though we did for a solid Yeah, exactly. Minutes. Yeah, uh, Grady doesn't know that rule yet, um, but now he does. And, uh, Duncan, hey, you can you take off my pits? Tangent. Why? They're gross, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, but, alright. We're um, done with politics. We're gonna wrap it up. With we the, can't uh, even touch on the other subject? No, man. We'll wrap it up really quick. Ready? Alright. All right. Dean, top five, top five sunflower seeds, go. Top five sunflower? Like, flavors and brand, go, right now. Not brand, just flavor. Your brand, your brand better be fucking whatever the, the bigs, the bigs. So for number one, probably barbecue. God, he likes to stick up his ass. Yeah, pretty much. Buffalo. Just, uh, just plain old salt. <laughs> plain? Just salt them, dude. That's okay. your number three. I'm a basic guy. He sure likes to stick up his ass. Jeez. Keep her going. That's Two more. That's all I got. That's okay. Tough. All right. No, he'll okay. do three. For me, number one, all day, dill pickle. All right, let's go. I like number that. Number two? Yeah, I like that. Number two? Ranch. Oh, my God. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. Fuck you. Number three? Frank's Red Hot. Oh, oh, man. Like Buffalo Wing? Yeah. Number four? Salt and vinegar. And number five, I'm a healthy guy. I like to stay on that. Reduce salt and pepper. I like the salt and pepper one. That one's the dumbest one in there. Okay, you guys are gonna... <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. So, I can agree with you your first two, okay? No dill pickle. I feel like ranch. Kim Kardashian in these. I'm not going to lie. Dude, take those pits off, please. Fuck you, Grady. Anyway. Dude, where's your hard hat and your cumbies? 
in your Cumbies cup, you know, rocking in at 8.30 in the morning. Dude, I do that all, I work all day. Groups, guy. I don't work on construction. Yeah, like anyway, anyway, that's whatever. what I have to wear. <laughs> and, you have to wear so, a hard hat? In the woods? In the woods? No, when we do like the CMP jobs or the Chimbro jobs. Okay, that oh, makes okay. sense. Yeah, because we're under contract for those jobs. Um, so, what was I saying? Okay, so Dill Pickle, then Ranch, then my number three, you guys are looking at me funny, Biggs makes this, it's Taco Bell Supreme Taco Flavor. I've heard those of Those are the best ones, let's go! Okay. Not the best. That's my number three, then... Solid like seven, but... Eh. Yeah. And then... I could go like 30. What was it? Then I like... Eh, I'll, I'll say... Mm. I'll say you know regular regular salt like they're they're salt they they do make a mean like regular last. dude no just kidding what he's third number place five. salt too number five me but my bad fourth yeah fourth close enough number five I'll say yeah uh, the the buffalo I don't like their buffalo too much it tastes kind of weird it doesn't taste like actual franks to me it just tastes like a a, a sad attempt, but... A mouthful of, like, Jesus sperm. That's what I taste. Is that weird? Dude, that must be yeah, rocking weird, some man. good stuff, then. <laughs> My number one, Buffalo, all day. Nothing better than going out to third base, being like, I <laughs> need to make a nice diving play right now, reach in your back pocket, pull out some fucking big Buffalo wing seeds, chucking them in your mouth and feeling like, I don't even know, Rafael Devers. Okay, number two. Dill Picklers. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> over here, bud. Number three. Gotta go sizzling bacon. Oh, I forgot. Oh, oh dude. That's number, a, number four. Swap out my salt for that. That's a sleeper pick. Just number four. I, dude, I can go 30 right now. I don't give a shit. Number four. Gotta go barbecue. Number five. Gotta go the Taco Supreme. I can go number six. Would be ranch is like thirty for you because you hate ranch. Yeah, ranch and then salt is right below that. Um, so weird. I'm gonna have to go. Probably ah, uh, dill pickles was not number two, right? Yeah. I'm gonna just go like seven. What am I at? Six. Yeah, you're at six. Um, I don't even know, dude. Why is that all I can think of right now? That's fucking tough. Barbecue. So until list is 30. Yeah, I know, right? I've had like every single pack though. So my whole list, I'm going to bump them all down and put bacon up in first because bacon does slap. But dude, sizzling bacon. Sizzling bacon? Is I for sure like have had, oh, actually, okay. 30 is for sure ranch. But then I, I think I had like cheeseburger ones once. And that's for sure 29 and then salt 28. I forget that you make cheeseburger too. Dude, what is it with sunflowers? Like, how come they can do so much with a seed? That's so weird. I don't know, dude, but it's so good. Um, also, what are you guys feeling on pumpkin seeds? I like pumpkin seeds. Those I like those too, yeah. Depends on how I'm feeling. I, I like I'll do them once in a while. Well, I don't really like Old Bay them. seasoning ones? Yeah. Dude, I like to make them at home, though. Those are really good. You know. Yeah, they got, they got uh, cashew peppers. Pumpkin seeds. Some olive oil, some sea salt. Do they got spicy queso? Oh my god. You just not. Instant nut, dude. They got spicy queso. They got. This is gonna be a weird. Jalapeno salsa. Alright, can I do a quick, like, piggyback topic, real quick? Yeah, chili lime. Something you've eaten that has made you pop a boner. 
because it was that fucking good. I don't know, man. Uh, I, f- I feel like Boner's really aggressive. That's pretty aggressive. <laughs> stiffy's, a, stiffy's a better word. Yeah, Stiffy's Pop better. to Stiffy. All right, food Boner. Just stop, stop, stop saying, saying Boner. boner. Fine, stop stiffy. saying Boner. <laughs> stop, just stop saying that, please. Uh, so aggressive. Uh, Fine. It made, made you pop a Stiffy, okay? Go. Ah, uh, shit. Um, I don't know, man. Flaming Yon from... Uh, uh, from Longhorn. Duncan just got a stiffy. Time out. Time out. It can be anything. For sure, the first time I ever had, um, fuck, Grimity Shepherd's Pie. (laughs) That was good. Um, what is the shit from like a Thai restaurant? The noodles. Had Thai. Dude, the first time I ever had that, for sure. Alright, so there's sure. um, there's this noodle dish called pho. It's Vietnamese. It's pho. pho. No, it's pho. I, dude, I went to school with a Vietnamese kid. That's how they say it, okay? Well, they need to take Asian 101 again because it's pho. <laughs> it's from, no, what? It's pho. It's for sure pho. It's pho, bud. It's not pho. I do. I'm, I'm, P-5-pho. Pho. How is this pho? fucking pho? P-H-O. That's pho. Pho. No, it's not pho. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, it's not pho. Hey, what does P-H make? Pho. F. Pho. No, pho. Oh, dude, they pronounce it all nasally, okay? They pronounce it all nasally. That's like saying potato, potato. Buddy. You can't say that dude, shit. Dude, one of my good friends from Vietnam, his dad was like friggin' Viet Cong. I'm not, not even kidding, dude. He pronounces it fuck. You want because he has a Vietnamese He's... accent. It probably sounded like fuck because of the accent. It's yes, fo. that's how you say it. No, it's, no, it's for sure fuck. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> a Vietnamese guy I've said watched, fo. I've watched enough cooking shows and watched enough Vietnamese movies to know okay. that's fuck. Time out. Watching Rachel Ray doesn't count because <laughs> hey, she is the no, whitest cook. No, no, no. I watched Bobby Flay because it's authentic and exotic, okay? Okay. The only real cooking Boys. show to watch is... What's his fucking face? The guy small with the spiky white hair. What? Grady's right. It's fuck. Oh! Let's fuck! go! Let's go! Well, how'd you figure that out? I Google it. How Siri fucking say that? Google needs to take... No, Google needs to take Vietnamese 101 again. Text speech right now. Guarantee it's gonna say fuck. Hey, hold on. Just tap, tap the little thing. Tap the little, like, audio button. I love how you're telling our IT guy what to do. Dude. He's not doing it. That's why if I'm, it says fall. Pump the fucking brakes. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Yeah! Fuck. Dude. This is dumb. Don't Fuck. tell me what the Asian kids is, is, is saying, man. I went okay. to school with three Chinese guys. Cool. I went to school with 300. I thought, what the fuck was this? Over. <laughs> not 300. It's more like 100, but still. Yeah, Foxcroft Academy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck. They ship them in to get Maine's GPA up higher. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> they paid 50 grand up the ass. One of my best friends is from China. Alright. Food stiffy. Name it. We'll wrap it up after this. Honestly, nothing for me beats a plate of either chicken parm. Oh my god, extra crispy? With, with the, the breadsticks? With the penne. With the penne? But barbecue chicken nachos. Mm. Chicken pie, for sure, better. For Why me. in the fuck are you wearing my pits again? Because I fucking want them. Get a pair. No. <laughs> now spend $140 on pits. Wait, Dean, you haven't said yours yet. What is it? Yeah, what's yours? Uh, 
So I'm a sucker for ribs. Oh! When I went to Joseph's before they got fucking shut down, their ribs, dude. Oh. I will yeah, admit, those, those so they do have pretty good ribs. Man. Oh, Best by the way, Moe's time out. Down in you, Portland. If you ever go to, oh, what the hell is that place called? If you ever pass through um, Farmington, dude. Best barbecue place. The guy literally has the grill outside. It's like a Traeger grill, and he smokes everything right there. So when I went to Kentucky uh, two, two, three years ago now, we went to Guy Fieri's Steakhouse. Okay. And they had just pieces of ribs, like, just laying around. I'm like, if there's anything... That's a thick boy's dream. That's Dean's dream. I'm like, if there's anything laying around rib-related, can I please get some? Because I am not leaving here not having ribs. They were sold out of ribs. Please tell f- me you had someone put a riblet in your mouth. No, I didn't. They were sold out of ribs within the first hour of opening. Yo, where the hell is this place? Best ribs I've ever had. Alright, Dunk. Know what's have to say on the next epi. Yeah, man. I'm trying to fucking find this. I'm going <laughs> to find it right now. It starts with a G. And it's all based off of like... I don't even know. Some guy that was like the leader. All right, we're just going to say his name's George. Uh, Or Garrison. Dude, it's a little stand and you'll see it. Everybody's going to fucking care because it has the best smoked food I've ever had in my life. According to... No one cares, bro. According to one of my best... uh, Did I ask you? I swear to God, is this one of your other Vietnamese friends? No, one of my good good buddies from school. He uh, is from Hawaii. He says the best barbecue chicken he's ever had is... is, What was it? Is it uh, Maui? It's Maui Mike's. Maui Mike's chicken that on the north. Like on the north end. It's roasted over a fire with barbecue and stuff. He says it's stupid. So goes. Guy Fieri's food, but hey, fucking banging. We know. Us. We know. It's also a pro cook. He has a cook for a reason. He has a cooking show for like six cooking shows for a reason. I know, but it was worth it. Also, make sure to comment down below your favorite food and the first time you popped a stiffy eating your food. And uh, it's been a great podcast, boys. Don't forget to leave feedback on the new mic for this epi. Yeah, let us know how it sounds, y'all. Reach out to us. We'll catch you next Friday. Next Friday. uh, Also, watch the Red Sox game tomorrow. Dead center, you'll see uh, me and Hunter sitting there catching some fly balls, hopefully. So I got to get this uploaded at work. Yes, you do. When? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Because oh. you just said watch the Red Sox game tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Dude, so watch, the, watch the replays Monday. If but, uh, dead tomorrow, I should be able to get it up. Just, uh, uh, next week's going to be, you know, usually the same routine. We're going to have Cam back in the lineup. Um, I'll be back for... Uh, oh, we might, we, might, uh, we might drop a, uh, a vlog of golfing soon, hopefully. If we actually decide to vlog more than the first hole, if all of our phones are fully charged. I feel as though that was aimed directly towards me. For sure was. Okay. Um, (laughs) But all right, guys. uh, Thank you guys for another great episode. Uh, Peace out, bitches. We'll make sure to be be back next week. And uh, thank you guys for listening. If you like the podcast, be be back and tell a friend. That sounded just like Patty McAfee. Can't say that. Fuck off. Have a good night.